good morning. I'd like to introduce myself and say a little bit about why I'm standing here in front of all of you today. I've got Dave static today. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Chris McGugan. My wife and family and I have been members here at PCLG since 2017. Uh, I'm a lifetime scouter, which is what's lovely to see everyone out here in uniform today. And I was recently appointed as president of our council here in the greater Silicon Valley. And Pastor Dave, who's also an Eagle Scout, he chose to run for the hills today. I think we've already seen a picture of him in, uh, in Africa up there. Um, but, um, you know, but after all, it is Scout Sunday, and somebody had to do it, so you're stuck with me. So I feel very strongly about the positive impact that scouting movement has had on our youth, and I'm honored to lead our 4,000-plus volunteers in supporting nearly 10,000 youth across the programs in the counties that we serve. It seems that the unpaid volunteerism in scouting led me here to an unpaid preaching assignment, so what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I'd first like to ask you to join me in prayer. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart always be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Help me to always be mindful that you hear every word that comes out of my mouth. Make me quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Amen. When Dave asked me to do this several months ago, um, if I'd be willing to preach on Scout Sunday, I was pretty excited. And this is something I've never done before. Uh, and, it, and it felt like a great time in my life and my life's journey for me to make a go of it. So as this date became closer and closer, uh, the tension began to build a little bit and I got a little nervous, which is what I am right now. <laughs> and as I look out at this congregation, I've got to tell you, I've spoken in front of tens of thousands of people before, but never as nervous I have, as I happen to be today. So here I am doing my best, like a good Cub Scout does, I'm gonna do my best. So if you'll join me in our second scripture reading today, it comes to us from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Please follow along on your screen behind me or in your pew Bible. Matthew says to us, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger for thirst and righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'd like to welcome you again here today on this Scout Sunday as we've seen our young men and women here in uniform assisting with our services today. When Dave gave me the scripture plan for today, I had to think about how scouting and the Beatitudes tied together. And after a bit of reflection and a very wonderful meeting with Pastor Jack, uh, it became clear that there was a unique connection between them. So think of this setting. Jesus has just come down from the wilderness and being tested. And scouts, all sure, I'm sure you'll recall being tested in the wilderness, albeit not quite in the same way as Jesus. But just imagine coming down from a hike and reflecting on the challenges the hardships you had to endure and speaking to your troop about the experiences and learnings from your trip. This is somewhat like what Matthew writes to us here. 
The word Beatitudes comes from the Latin translation of the word blessings. So in this case, Jesus is presenting these blessings for those who follow God. I would like to ask you to think of the scripture you just heard, known as the Beatitudes, as the Beatitudes instead. Some of these blessings are Beatitudes and some are how to be attitudes. And what I mean here is that Jesus is telling his disciples how they should live, how to be, and how some of these blessings are describing how they are in the kingdom of God. In scouting, we take a pledge to follow the scout oath and law and to live these principles in our daily lives. We are asked to serve and not to be served. So a fun fact, Scouts BSA in 2019 did nearly 13 million service hours in support of churches, schools, and more. 13 million hours. In addition to this being Scout Sunday, it's also the commissioning of our Mexico mission trip coming up in just about six days. Our youth are taking this trip and doing service, not because they're being asked to, but it's with an open heart that they chose to go on this trip. Many of them have returned in the past only to tell us they received more than they gave during these ordeals. They don't know right now if they're gonna find mud like years before, rain, heat, but it's with cheerful service they take this trip. Like many of you scouts who are in the Order of the Arrow know well, cheerful, cheerful service is what it's all about. In Philippians 2, we are told not to be selfish, to be humble, to think of others as better than yourselves. Not to look for your own interest, but to take an interest in others too. All while having the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Jesus teaches us that we don't need to just see things, but we really need to look for them. I would challenge you all to really be present and look around you for the beauty that exists all around us and for those in need. I see this again as cheerful service. In the verses that lead up to our passage today, Jesus is talking about these principles of life in the kingdom of heaven. He speaks about blessedness, yet this does not mean holy or happy like being in a good mood. The word blessed here is referring to a fortunate state of life. Jesus is saying that those who are in poor in spirit may appear to be in dire circumstance, but they have all the promise of God's kingdom. And he's revealing the perspective of the kingdom of God. That from the kingdom's perspective, those who believe and possess the kingdom of God are in fact blessed. When we read these blessings, it could seem quite confusing as the text presents an upside down view of the kingdom of God. As we all know, when you're camping or hiking and you get pounded by wind and rain, it surely doesn't feel like you're blessed. <laughs> you know, uh, we all know that God will provide a shelter. Although in the moment, it may not feel like it. When you run out of water on a hike and you just happen upon a stream where you can filter water and get a refill, God will provide. We see God's provision and care for the suffering and downcast throughout the Bible in many places, some of it being in the Old Testament as well. Take Psalm 37:11 for example, which reads, but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. Again, this teaching feels upside down given the word meek tends to describe those who are easily taken advantage of, yet they will inherit the earth. I'm sure many of us have stumbled upon these sections in the Bible where the scripture presents a subversive text for the reader to interpret. Scouting definitely mirrors this upside down nature by putting others in front of self. If you notice something in the scripture package passage today, 
The first and last verses of the Beatitudes are in present tense, while the balance of them are in future tense. Jesus is saying to us that the kingdom of God is available to all who follow him. For those that already follow, the mighty kingdom of God is already in hand, and that by following him now, it too can be yours. In thinking about our duty to God and country that we speak of in the Scout Law, it speaks to obedience and loyalty in my mind. The duties that we owe to our church, to our country, to our parents, and to one another. I'm sure many of you scouts can recall a high adventure trip where someone needed a hand or a rope, a boost. You were there to provide it. There's another interpretation of the, of the blessing here where Matthew speaks about poor in spirit. The message translation says, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God. When you're at the end of your rope, you have to trust God and often the people that God puts around you. My son Edwin here spent this last summer at one of our national scout camps called Philmont. I expect many of you scouts uh, who will know this. I've noticed some Philmont patches on folks today. Philmont is a 220 square mile scout camp high in New Mexico, attended by nearly 22,000 youth every year. But being deep in nature, asking more of yourself than you likely have ever asked, having to co-support the entirety of the crew. It's quite the growing up experience for many of our youth. I think about the Beatitudes when considering the enormity of this particular trek. Hiking Mount Baldy is no small task. Taking the scouts to over 12,400 feet in elevation with nearly 3,500 foot of climbing and descending in one single day. Each crew member had to hold, up the, hold themselves to a higher standard to help out the collective, to push for greatness in the eyes of adversity, to overcome obstacles, weather storms, and pull together as one team, developing trust. What would our world look like if we all lived this commitment to one another and trusted each other? My own story around scouting and commitment to mission comes from my early days growing up in North Carolina with a single amazing mother with very, very strong family values. And my introduction to scouting was my pathway to learning about life in a bigger sense. Driven through that was a commitment to service that has continued throughout my career and my life. I would challenge you all to think about your impacts on the world, around you, and again, to look for the meek, the weary, those who are sidelined, and apply the teachings in our scripture today in your daily lives. I would like to close with a, with a, a, a prayer from Lord Baden-Powell. It's called a Scout's Prayer. Please join me in prayer. Our Father, make us trustworthy, for there are those who trust us. Make us loyal, for through loyalty we reach our highest ideals. Teach us to be helpful, for through helpfulness we do forget our selfness. Make us friendly, for there are so many who need a friend. Train us in courtesy, for courtesy is the carpet on life's floor. Make us, for kind, make, make us kind for kindness is the oil in the cogs of life's machinery. Make us cheerful for the cheerfulness is the green grass among the rocks in the path of life. Train us in thrift, for thrifty habits brighten our future. Make us brave, brave in the dark and brave in the light, but save us from becoming fakers in bravery. Help us to be clean, clean in thoughts, in speech, and in deeds. And may we remember that our bodies are the holy temples and that any abuse thereof is to tamper with thy great plants. Above all, O oh God, help us to be reverent toward all things, 
which thou hast made for our enjoyment when we were in thy great out of doors among the trees, along the streams, and on the hillsides. May we know it was thee who made the waters to flow, the trees to reach heavenward, and the mountains to endure all ages. Lord, in all these things we ask that thou would help us to see the meek, serve you, O Lord, and be humble, honest, and trusting in your power. Amen.